Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith, Edinburgh. This podcast features edited highlights from our Sunday service held on April the 24th, 2022. To find out how to join us and for more general information, please go to www.stjamesleith.org.uk. And a quick editorial note for this week. During her reflection, Elizabeth will be inviting us to do some writing for several minutes at a time. As you may be listening to this podcast while doing something that doesn't lend itself to writing, I have edited out the silences from these writing sections. If you are able to write and want to take part in the exercise, you can always pause the podcast for a few minutes when required. And now, back to the podcast. Well, a warm welcome to you all. It's lovely to see so many in church, um, so many that uh, I've got the uh, numbers wrong on the sheet, so uh, they are being printed. So uh, if you can share um, safely, that would be great. Um, oh yeah, a warm welcome to our first Sunday after Easter on the theme of believing resurrection. We look forward to hearing a reflection from Elizabeth uh, from home. So we're going to uh, start our service in the usual way. Uh, Welcome also to those uh, at home. It's lovely to uh, have you with us this morning. Uh, In the usual way where you use the singing bowl to prepare us for a moment's quiet, to prepare us for our worship. Let us pray our gathering prayer. With nature in its power and beauty, with rain and wind and sunshine, with the ancient rocks and the budding flower, we gather in praise With believers and seekers the whole world wide, with people in every land and speakers of every language, we gather in praise of God with the angels and saints in heaven, and with all who have worshipped in this place, we gather and praise And with Jesus who promises his presence and the spirit who showers her blessings, we gather and praise Here this morning, let heaven and earth embrace. Here may good people find Amen. Amen. Please stand for our opening song.
now enter a time of confession before God. For the right roads we have avoided traveling and the kindly words we refused to share. For the false gods who received our worship and the true selves we have starved of love. God, by your grace, For all we should be and all we can amend. God, in your love, renew us. For all you have in store for us and all you may ask of us. God, in your love, prepare us. For the life of the world and the love of its people. God, in your love, Hear and believe these words of Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. Go in peace. Come and follow me. Gloria, Gloria. So the first reading is taken from Acts 5, 27 to 32. And when they had brought them, they had them stand before the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you straight orders not to teach in the name, yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and saviour, that he might give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we were witnesses to those things. And so the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. This is the word of God.
Gospel reading this morning is John 20, starting at verse 19. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the marks of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the gospel. Good news for all. Praise to you, O Christ. Do make yourself comfortable and uh, collect your piece of paper and pen that we hope you've had the message to bring this morning. I think there are some spares in the church as well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Maybe point not. where I need to ask forgiveness. <laughs> we'll get some... Uh, paper. Uh, Frank's going to uh, shoot downstairs and I'll get some uh, pencil. Lovely. Thank, thanks, Ian. <laughs> no problem. So let's pray. May we hear you and may we see you and may we believe resurrection a little bit more today. Amen. So here we are in the week after Easter day. And in these early days after Jesus' death, we read that he offered signs, many signs, some not written down and some written down to help his followers believe that resurrection had come. And in today's reading, we see that it's Thomas who needed some help to believe. Unless I see, he said, I will not believe. Doubting Thomas, as we sometimes judgingly call him. 
in his need for reassurance and for a sign. Jesus does not berate him or cajole him or ignore him. He actually meets Thomas where Thomas needed to be met. One definition of Christian healing is Jesus meeting us at the point of our need. We might imagine that Thomas, like the other disciples, was frightened and confused and stressed and distressed and sad. And he needed healing for his spirit and for his emotions. And Thomas was brave enough to say what he needed. Unless I see, I will not believe. I wonder what helps you to believe or to believe a little bit more. What is it that you need? So here's an invitation for your pieces of paper to explore this a little bit further. I'm going to offer you a line to begin with at the start of your page in a minute, and then give you six minutes to write down whatever comes to the end of your pen or pencil in response to that first line. This works best when you keep writing. It doesn't need to be fast, but it's like a flow of consciousness. So keeping your pen moving, even if you just find yourself saying, and now I feel stuck, I don't know what to say, my mind's gone blank. So keeping the flow going for those six minutes. And I'll tell you when we're just about at the close. And remember that nobody else needs to see this piece of paper unless you choose. So be as honest as you can. So I'll give you the first line and then I'll set you off for six minutes. So here it is. In order to believe, I, dot, dot, dot. In order to believe, I, dot, dot, dot and keep writing. In order to believe, I am bringing your pen to a stop. The next part of this, I'd like to ask you to underline or circle six words or short phrases from what you've written that particularly stand out to you six words or short phrases to circle or underline. Coming to a close at the end of your next sentence. Something to keep with you perhaps through this next week or even to take to coffee if you're on Zoom, or perhaps there might be a couple of huddles in the church as well to share anything that you want to from what you've written this morning. Let's rewind the story a little for our last minute or two together. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. And he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is in this room, the Zoom room and the building, right now in his presence amongst us. And Jesus looks at you and your words, and he has great compassion. 
on fears and doubts and wonderings and longings. Peace be with you. Let's sit there for a moment. Peace be with you. And Jesus breathes on you with his spirit. And I wonder what he says to you. What are his words to you? What does he breathe over you? A moment to listen and to take this in. Thank you, Jesus, that you meet us at the point of our need. Thank you that we can be just where we are without needing to start off somewhere else. As you showed your followers many signs of your resurrection to help them believe in new life, may we too notice and savour moments of resurrection in our lives in the week ahead. Amen. In the prayers this morning, the response is very simply shalom, thinking back to Jesus coming in and wishing peace be on you repeatedly to his disciples. So when I say shalom, please just simply respond shalom. Jesus, sometimes we lock ourselves away like the disciples, in fear of the future or sadness for the past, come to us as you came to your disciples with your message of peace for now, for the day that we are living today. Shalom. You said, Blessed are they who have not seen and yet have believed. And sometimes we feel like responding, I believe, help my unbelief. We come to you in dark times, but encouraged because we know you cherish every spark of faith. Protect us, nurture us, Help us to grow in faith, but above all, to grow in love. Shalom. Thank you for each other, for those we're sitting beside today, for our families, our friends, this community. In a brief silence, let's say thank you to God for one other person who has loved us enough to share our journey through good times and bad. Shalom. You wept over Jerusalem, Jesus, but you are still weeping. We pray for peace in Ukraine, for safety for civilians and refugees, and for a transformation in the thinking of the Russian leadership in that country. 
and we remember the other places which have dropped out of the news. Afghanistan, where children are dying of malnutrition. Pray for Yemen, that both sides may observe the very fragile truce. So many other places like Lebanon, all of them need peace and security. So we pray in your name, Shalom. We pray for the UK government to shoulder its responsibilities for the dispossessed. We pray for all those campaigning on behalf of refugees, that generosity may prevail. Shalom. We pray for our church and those who lead us in our planning for the future and for ourselves and those we love. In silence, let's remember anyone who fears a blow to come or has already suffered a blow which has knocked their world off course. Shalom. Shalom. And just to close the words of the song, may peace be in our hearts, may peace be in our homes, may peace be in our land, and may peace be in our world. Amen. Thank you, Elizabeth, for leading us in that reflection, and Wilma for those prayers. Christ raised from the dead proclaims the dawn of hope. He lives in us that we might walk in light. Your spirit is a fire in us to warm our hearts of love, to love. As children of your redeeming purpose, freed by Jesus, who burst from the tomb and opened the gate of life, we offer you our praise with angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven, singing the hymn of your unending glory. Praise and thanksgiving be to you, God of all, for by the cross eternal life is ours and death is swallowed up in victory. In the first light of Easter, glory broke from the tomb and changed the women's sorrow into joy. From the garden, the mystery dawned that he whom they had loved and lost is with us now in every place forever. Making himself known in the breaking of the bread, speaking peace to the fearful disciples, 
welcoming weary fishermen on the shore. He renewed the promise of the presence and of new birth in the Spirit. At supper with his disciples, he took bread and offered you thanks. He broke the bread and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat. This is my body. It is broken for you. After supper, he took the cup. He offered you thanks, gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. It is poured out for you and for all, that sins may be forgiven. Do this in remembrance of me. bread is broken for the life of the world. Broken things for broken people, holy things for holy people. God of life, before our redemption, gave your only begotten Son to death on the cross, and by his glorious delivered us grant that we may ever live with him in the joy of his risen life. Amen. Blessing of God the Creator, Christ our risen Saviour, and the spirit of life and love be with us all, now and forever. Amen. Please stand for our final song. Here, sing with me. Ba, ba, ba.